Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington, here. We've got John Regan back with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the Game That Tune August Absurdity champion, David Fleming, the King David. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. Game That Tune in the house one more time. And uh, man, oh, man. It's... uh. It's going to be episode 315 tonight, guys, and we've got an amazing, amazing show lined up for you. I say, you know, amazing. I feel like it's going to be amazing, but maybe maybe that feeling is going to be misguided and this show is actually not going to be so amazing. We'll see, because tonight, what we're doing on Game That Tune, mostly we're doing the same thing we've done every other episode of Game That Tune. We're going to listen to video game music. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for our next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week, uh, or the week before last, because uh, somebody, you know, Johnny, real asshole that he is, had to travel for Thanksgiving. Uh, just an outrageous reason to postpone a show, quite frankly. Uh, yeah, geez, live with your fucking family, bro. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, our theme that I picked from our last episode is games that made you feel something unexpected. Um, you know, I... I don't know. I, initially, I was feeling feeling kind of down uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was going to go with kind of like melancholy or, you know, kind of sad games. And then I was like, you know, no, I don't want to make it a sad show. But, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you're playing a game and something hits you a little bit differently than you think it's going to. And that's the theme for tonight's show. You know, maybe you just did, you know, didn't see it coming, uh, you know, or it got you right in the feels. It's, uh, you know, or, you know, you're turned on by something you just never thought you'd be turned on by. Uh, it could be any number of unexpected feelings, but, you know, as long as it's unexpected, as long as, you know, you're feeling something you weren't expecting to feel, it's valid for tonight's show. I feel like I really should have gone with the turned on angle. I mean, honestly, it's, you know, it's, it could be a whole episode about self-discovery in the age of sexy gaming. Um, you mm. know, I, I never knew how I would feel about, you know, uh, I don't know, just videos of girls showing their boobies until I saw one by playing the guy, <laughs> by playing the guy game on the PlayStation 2. Oh, no. Oh. It changed my whole life. Oh, no, John. <laughs> God, I... <laughs> That game, that game is all kinds of illegal now. <laughs> and, I, know. I mean, it was that too. They just didn't notice at first. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think the guy game was the first game from Electronic Gaming Monthly that got a 0.0. <laughs> yeah, the, the trivia questions were all pretty easy. I, yeah, I didn't really see a challenge in it. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, okay, fine. Uh, let's, it wasn't the guy game. Sorry, my memory's a little hazy. You know, I, I remember seeing a pair of boobies for the first time playing BMX Triple X, and it changed my life. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> trying to think of you know the 
don't know, things, one, perfectly normal boobs, and two, just ways that you don't want to experience boobs. Uh, what, cut while, while BMXing? In, <laughs> cut scenes in games from 20-some-odd years ago. Not the best way to go. Oh, God, I'm um, just trying to think of BMX tricks that integrate the boobs in some way, you know? Oh, like, my God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's the motorboat, but it's tough to pull off with only one person. Um... <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I kind of feel like you need boobs to do a motorboat. Well, also, we like maybe I'm misunderstanding, but I feel like boobs no. are a very integral part well, of that. One. No, you motorboat the boobs. Duh. The in boobs don't do the motorboating. They're being motorboated. Also, well, that's own... what I mean. Like, in order to motorboat, you require boobs. Well, also, in BMX, it means something completely different, David. When you're on the bike, it's BMX. called motorbiking, guys, not motorboating. Oh, no, that's right. It's BMX, Johnny. It's, there's no boners on the bikes. Um, but yeah, so anyway, point is, we're, we're, no, we're, cut my bit. we're very, very horny. Um, but that's not unexpected at this point. So really, the horny angle's out the window. So it's games in which you feel an unexpected feeling. We've got five fantastic games. We received some great fan requests this week. I can't wait for you guys to see which one we picked. And guys, we just got to jump right into it. So Johnny... Hit game one. Game one.
right, so, um, sorry, let me find the tab that has my, my trivia. <clears throat> okay, one of the cities in this game, Alfornada, has uh, pixelated sprites from the first generation of this series on the floor and walls of the area. So, who has their uh, guesses ready? Because I'm sure nobody has the correct answer. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, so, John Regan says the new Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet. Sadly incorrect. It's just called Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, <laughs> Jesse says Pokemon Scarlet Letter. That's close enough. Judges will accept that. Um, and John says Mighty Number no. 9. No, because everything that I felt from that game was kind of expected, which was rage. Um, yeah, Johnny and Jesse are correct. This is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, uh, specifically Pokemon Violet, because that's the version that I got. Can you imagine if Nintendo op uh, opted into using that? That naming scheme of calling games like the new Pokemon, <laughs> you know, like the new Pokemon XL, the new Pokemon 3DS. Just like, the, like Pokemon Snap? Oh, they did do that with new Pokemon Snap, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they did. Game over! Have a little bit of a bitch. <laughs> Could you imagine if Pokemon did this? Yeah, they yeah. did like two years ago. I, I can't. Yeah. It's not, I don't have to imagine it, guys. It happened. <laughs> right. We all we all lived it, baby. Um, man, I'm surprised to see this show up on the show so quickly. Um, mostly because I feel like uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I feel like our thoughts on it probably haven't fully loaded. Uh, the textures are a little fucked up. Um, you know. I don't know what you're. 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 I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
I'm not gonna play this. So you know, David, have have fun talking Pokemon. Uh, See, Italy. okay, <laughs> it's not Pokemon Italy. It's Pokemon Iberia. Um, <laughs> Pokemon Italy Garden. When you hear your family. <laughs> <laughs> What's that voice? Is that your Italian voice? <laughs> you know, his Italian Lock. voice and his Brooklyn voice are very yeah. similar. Uh, you, you don't want to start a Pokemon? Forget about it. <laughs> so, I feel like Pokemon Scarlet and Violet got kind of a bad rap. Um, the game has some issues. Mm. But if you can look past it... This is probably the most enjoyable Pokemon game I've ever played. Like, there's definitely some graphical issues. I haven't run into, like, super severe glitches. Um, but, like, yeah, there's some technical issues. But I don't really care because I'm having fun. And initially, I was thinking of using this game for the theme just because I wasn't expecting to have so much fun and have, like, such a childlike sense of wonder in the game because it is an open world game like you just it uh, okay real talk the tutorial is like two to three hours and it's really long but once you get past that the game just opens up and you just go like it really is breath of the wild pokemon would you say that is pokemon go you know what i would say so good Good, very good. Um, now, would like, you say that this game is perfect for Switch? <laughs> I would say, indeed, this game is perfect for Switch. In fact, I would go so far as to say, I have a very hard time imagining this game on any system but Switch. I, I have it, a very hard time imagining a Pokemon game on the Xbox One. Do you think if it was, there'd be a lot less, uh, like, hiccups and weird graphic errors? Tell us who to blame for the issues, David. Yeah. Well, see, the problem is... is the problem Blink is... Blink twice I don't if it's Shiggy. I don't want to talk about the issues. I, I want to get to my main focus, which was why I chose this game for the theme. Initially, it was like, I was not expecting to have that sense of childlike wonder. And then I started, like really getting into the game because the game has three different story paths and you can kind of go through them at any point at any time it's not like if you choose one you're locked into that one so there's victory road which is the classic like b8 gym leaders become the best of all there's um operation starfall which is you have to go against around and find like you have to go around and find like the five bases of Team Star, which is the Team Rocket version of, like, hooligan kids fucking around and everything. And then there's the Path of Legends, where there's this guy named Arvin, and I'm, I'm not gonna get super into spoilers, because the game is very new. Um, there's this guy named Arvin, who is kind of a dick, and he's like, yeah, there's these, like, big Titan Pokemon who are pretty much like the boss Pokemon from Legends Arceus. It's like, yeah, I'm trying to find them because they're guarding these, like, magic herbs and everything. So it's like, as I was playing the game, it's like, okay, this guy's kind of a dick. Like, whatever, I'll, I'll do that last. I don't care. And then I was like, well, you know, let me go through them. And as I started to play through them and, like, beat all of these big Titan Pokemon, 
you find out that, like, Arvin has a reason to find these magic herbs because they have, like, healing quantities. And again, like, I don't want to get into spoilers, but it... A couple of the cutscenes hit me emotionally. Like, I wasn't crying or sobbing, but I was like, oh, oh, like... I was not expecting a Pokemon game, of all things, to hit me in the feels, but damn if this game, and particularly um, that story track, it did it. Like, I guess, I guess you could say it was super effective. Ugh. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Um, the, the game, graphically, not great. Performance-wise, not great. I haven't beaten the game, but I am confident that this is my favorite Pokemon game. Like, this game is actually really good, and wow. the story really kind of hits you. At least it hit me. Hmm. I'm surprised, because I feel like usually Pokemon stories are pretty dumb, pretty rudimentary. Exactly! So. I was never expecting a Pokemon game to make me, like, feel things, and yeah. this game did it. Like, Pokemon Sword and Shield, the story was just like, I don't know, you know you're gonna help, uh, you're gonna all, you know, be the best trainer, and then also stop uh, people from unleashing, like, a cataclysmic huge Pokemon, and then eventually some guys with funny hair are gonna come and extend the story a little bit. Like, cool. It, it, now, David, is it a good story in comparison to baseline Pokemon, or like just in general? Is it just you know, is it just working for you, or is it working you know, for you on a level that no Pokemon game works for you? <laughs> you know, it's it's working for me in a way that no Pokemon game has, but it's also working for me as a story. Hmm. Like it's it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, what about the story of Legends Arceus where you're a kid who gets thrown back in time and gets to use your phone despite being in feudal Japan? <laughs> that game rolls. Yeah. Wait. You're the only person with a cell phone in feudal Pokemon world. And it works? Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? Wait. It's wait, your whole whoa. game. <laughs> whoa. Hold on. Wait. Well, okay. It doesn't work work. Like, you can't, like, call people with it because no one else has phones. But, like, it does do stuff that's, like, you know, if a feudal Japanese person saw, they'd be like, that's that's sorcery. You're, like, some kind of demon. The entire like, story you know. in Pokemon Legends Arceus should be you being, like, burned at the stake for having yeah. future technology yeah. or being exalted to the point of being, you know, a literal new god to these people. <laughs> but. Instead, you start talking to Mr. Mimes and alleys, and yeah. they're like, okay, this guy's... <laughs> Yeah. I did kind of like that part about Pokemon Legends Arceus when you were like, oh yeah, let me like battle and like train these Pokemon. And people are like, whoa, what? You you capture Pokemon? Yeah. What Sorcery. the fuck? Um, yep. But yeah, um, Scarlet and Violet, again, specifically Violet, was pretty much everything I wanted after Legends Arceus, which was that kind of open exploration element but with the structure of like no you're gonna battle trainers and like go to gyms and stuff um and again the story it it hit me I, I really wasn't expecting it but it did and this game has some really cool new Pokemon um, yeah, who, who's your starter I went with Sprigatito 
Yay! I do not regret that choice. I do not regret that choice 93%. There's a 7% chance, or there's a 7% part of me that really wanted to go with Fue Coco and looking at the final evolutions, like, yeah, Fue Coco's final evolution is pretty badass. But, um, <laughs> I, I have a new, I have a Pokemon on my team that I absolutely adore. It's called Tinkaton, and it's a fairy steel type, and it's basically based on, like, dwarves and gnomes and forging, like, mystic creatures. It's this adorable little pink girl monster with a fucking giant hammer that, that she just awesome. bashes you with. It's fun. Yeah, this game is, um, again, it has its issues, and I will say that up front. But if you can look past a couple issues, it's really fun. Yeah, I okay. don't we're, remember we're the last issues. Tell us about. Tell us more about these new crazy Pokemon. Um, so the game is basically it's set in a region that's not Spain. I want to hear so some regional variants. There is a version of Tauros that is a fighting type. You can also find. Um, variations unique to each version. Scarlet has the Blaze breed, which is fighting fire. Um, Violet has the Aqua breed, which is fighting water. Um, mm. Giraffarig, the classic giraffe Pokemon from Gold and Silver, has a new evolution named nice. Farakariv. Um, <laughs> of ribs? Yes. Ooh, ooh, baby mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Chilies! <laughs> Um, I also have uh, on my team Satitan, who is a whale that walks on land. That is an ice type. <laughs> does it have feet, or does it just kind of like waddle with its like fin? Like, how does it walk? God, no, it has feet, and then it has like little fin arms and a bunch of like horns, like a narwhal. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just this big honking beast. I just imagine oh, a God. whale like doing the worm get around. I was gonna say, you know, but think also, Johnny, about the you know ultimate evolution of a whale with feet. <laughs> like God. they'll t- they'll take over the world. God, whale with feet. Like that's definitely a thing I've seen on Rule Thirty Four before. Like that no. is a whole genre. No. Why you go there, Johnny? You're talking about field things. Jeez. Talk about unexpected. Willfeet.com. Like, Johnny bringing up Rule 34. Completely expected. Um, um, now, David, since it's, ke- it's Pokemon Iberia, if you battle a Tauros, do you have to kill it? You know, it's kept kind of vague. Like, do you, Can your hone edge be inserted into the like upper shoulder area of oh, the Tauros, and that kills the Tauros? You know, honestly, I don't think honeage is in the game. which is a huge deal breaker for me and again i love this game so much that the fact that it doesn't have hone edge speaks to the amount of fun you can have you're being really selling this game knocks it down a few points david it's okay if it doesn't have hone edge to dock it a couple of points well i i did want to bring up um my last new favorite pokemon um there is a Pokemon named Char Cadet, which is a little, like, adorable fire-type Pokemon. Um, it has different yeah, versions depending upon which game you play. Um, eventually, it evolves into, like, an armored badass knight. In Scarlet, it's Fire Psychic. 
And in violet, it's Fire Ghost. It's named Cerulege, and it looks like a badass armor ghost with flaming swords. Like, that sounds cool. Yeah, dope. Yeah, I like yeah. this Pokemon. Yeah, that well, sounds great. Do you find it like strictly in like uh, like old castles hiding itself next to other like suits of armor that uh, don't come to life? Does it <laughs> trick you in that way? No, you find um, Shark Cadet just like randomly. You have to evolve it into Cerularich. Ah, uh, okay. I'm just gonna, I was thinking it'd be, it'd be kind of funny if you're in like a haunted castle and you know every third or fourth suit of armor was actually this awesome Pokemon. <laughs> that'd be a that'd be a good idea. They should do more haunted castles in these games. Yeah, you because know, having these weird little guys just walking around the world, I don't know, it's got to be confusing for people. <laughs> is that a, is that a man? No, no, it's a Sharkadet. <laughs> really? It just looks like a little guy wearing a suit of armor. Yeah, I know. It can't talk or anything, though. It's a, it's a Pokemon. I'm sorry, do you say <laughs> Shark Cadet? That's what I heard the first time, too, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. I thought um, it was going to be a shark, and it turns out it's a knight. <laughs> also, I posted a picture of Cerular Edge into the Discord chat. And now that someone's spelling it in the chat, I hear, I see how it's not uh, yeah, it's to be Char confused. Yes, Char, C-H-A-R, Cadet, C-A-D-E-D. Gotcha. I thought, like, not I thought, Shark Cadet. <clears throat> no, I like thought Char's Revenge. Pretty sure Shark Cadet is a student of, like, Jacques Cousteau. Mm-hmm. No, you're thinking of Shark Cadet, which was the sci-fi original movie about a shark invading an art school in Venice. Yes, exactly. Um... David, this all sounds great. You've uh, you've done a great job of making me want to buy the game. I'm not going to though, um, just because I don't know. My mileage greatly varies from other people's on Pokemon, and until uh, I find out that this is playable and not uh, enraging to my four year old, I'm uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play it. Like if they patch this and fix all the issues, I've, you know, I, know, I haven't told you guys. My kid gets angry at video games when they don't play right, <laughs> so. I'm not. The uh, game I'm not plays perfectly to... fine. Oh, okay. It just good. doesn't look great. Oh, well, I, you know, I forgot to tell you, my four-year-old is also a stickler for graphics, <laughs> so can't uh, can't do it. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, Daddy. This dropped beneath sixty frames per second. I yeah. I don't want to play this. Mm-hmm. I uh, love this kid. Um, he's uh, he's every. You got all my gaming recessive genes. It sucks. He cares about graphics and uh, can't have fun with things. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I'm glad this game's uh, going over well with some people. It does suck that people tend to, you know, I don't know, look at and just they, they burn on it for the graphical stuff while maybe not mentioning the fact that like the game's actually playable and very fun. You know, people have a tendency. I, I don't know if you guys noticed this. Uh, you know, people on the internet have a tendency to focus on the negative there. <laughs> What? Get the fuck out. Yeah, no way. <laughs> Who knew? Um, but, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I might play this at some point. Jesse, you haven't picked this up yet? No, but I. it's definitely in consideration. Christmas is right around the corner, pal. Wink. So, uh, Tunas, go to, go to Patreon so I can buy Jesse a Christmas present. <laughs> um... That's right. Yeah, if everybody just goes to Patreon, we all get Pokemon for Christmas. I want to know how Johnny feels about all these other Pokemon. Ooh, not wow. just the Foot Whale. <laughs> oh, Foot. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, we're not yeah, doing he's, that. He's got six of those things. It's like the dude with six like uh, Caterpies. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. He just he loves the Foot Whale. <laughs> you don't have six of one Pokemon unless it's a fetish. Exactly. 
Yeah. And as we've learned, Johnny likes big holes and things with unexpected feet. So you're not yeah. wrong. You're not wrong Where's at all. Where's the lie? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, David, anything else? <laughs> Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? The, the no, game of I... unexpected feet and big holes? No, I just want to <laughs> emphasize, like, again, I was not expecting one of the stories to hit me in the feels, but damn it did. I can't wait. Can't wait to see if it finishes uh, finishes right, man. Want to want to know all your feelings about it? Yeah. You know, on a future episode, feel free to spoil it because I won't have played this game. Game two.
All right, guys. So, uh, despite what many people may be misremembering, this is the only, uh, excuse me, this is only the second game in the series in which you can walk and shoot a gun at the same time. the show mm. good frankly that's <laughs> game over him yep. game over I'm just gonna post uh, rule 34 Pokemon art in the chat until David gets back oh he's back I only get to do it once <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you did, David. That's hilarious. It's your fault. <laughs> All right. Got my answer, right, guys. Jesus, Johnny. <laughs> I have my answer. What's going um, on? I don't know why we're all waiting. Yeah. Uh, no delay. Johnny says, uh, "Really unfortunate penis." That's uh, sadly incorrect. Uh, Jesse has drawn Spider-Man's penis uh, smooching Mary Jane's penis <laughs> which is hilarious and strange and uh, David says Resident Evil 3 Johnny hit the reveal sound is David correct oh let's find out Resident Evil 6 oh fuck sorry David <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry you are half right. I'm sorry, um, John, you may have, like, not seen it because of the lighting. Let me just make sure my answer is correct. Uh, I actually wrote Resident Evil 3 times 2, oh, which the would Resident be Evil, Resident Evil 6. The Resident Evil 3 remake. 
that just came out uh, last year. No, that's still incorrect. Um, no, because this is Resident Evil 6, of course. Uh, the, everyone's favorite game in the series. A great game that everyone loves. I um, I only hmm. know it as Resident Evil Guy Blowing Giraffe. Yeah, there really is a problem with the logo looking like... Uh, Something blowing a giraffe. Didn't Whoa. we talk about this last week? N- well, no. We recorded that episode of Jim's months ago. That's it what only it just was. got released. <laughs> uh, that's what it was. I was listening to that because you can listen to like all four of them like when it just came out. Yeah, wait a minute. Is it worse to be recording the Jim's episodes late or sitting on them after recording them and releasing them super late? I can't decide in which way our Patreon's fucked up. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with, actually, it's fine that we recorded last week. Because, um, yeah. It's really it does look like a guy blowing a giraffe. Oh, my God. <laughs> we, we, bad. <laughs> we recorded the November gems last week, but, you know, this episode we recorded weeks ago. Whew, yeah, sure. That's uh, that's the story, and we're sticking to it. Go to Patreon, guys. You know, uh, more money might encourage more frequent gems releases. Because, yeah, um, you know, that episode of gems got me thinking, you know... Everybody's talking a lot of shit, and they have been for ten years about still Resident, talking shit. Still talking shit about Resident Evil Six, <laughs> and uh, you know, I realized I'd never actually played it, and it was time for me to give it its due and give it a shot. Because as I predicted, the game goes on sale pretty frequently on the Switch eShop, and sure enough, I downloaded it on over the weekend, and I've been playing a little bit, and you know. I was all ready to hate the game based on how bad the reviews were, but then I was all ready to kind of go into it with an opposite mindset and love the game despite that, because, you know, it's like, okay, everybody hates this, I'm going to find the reasons to love it. And uh, you, you went in looking for a reason to love, because you're a big fan of blowing giraffes. Um, you know, I just, you know, exactly, put the whole thing in my mouth, baby. Uh, I'll take it all <laughs> I'm um, sorry, I just can't get past that logo. Yeah, I know, man. It's, uh, you know, God, logo, it's something. Uh, but once you get past the logo by pressing start, the game itself is actually, you know, uh, it's a game. Uh, it's rough, it man. It sure is. It's, it's a bit rough. I was expecting it to be bad. And I don't think it's bad. Um, and then, like I said, I was also expecting to find something that I thought was, like, fun and great and awesome. And I'm yet to find that. The thing that I'm mostly feeling, my unexpected feeling on this whole thing, is just somewhat confusion and just a little bit of, not disappointment, because it's Capcom, and I know what they do with things. They don't really listen to people, and they, they make their own things. But, you know, I'm playing this and, you know, reading about it and thinking about it. It's just, it feels like a missed opportunity, this game, man. This game came out 10 years ago. It came out in October of 2012. Um, and it's, you know, it's the second Resident Evil game on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox generation. And, you know, I thought Resident Evil 5 was a lot of fun. It was an action-packed thrill ride. Uh, you know, your white knuckle in it is Chris and his partner, Sheva. And, you know, it's awesome. The, you know, finale of the game, you fucking knock Wesker into a volcano and shoot him with a rocket launcher. It's fucking amazing. It's like, a, it's a super action movie game. It's like Hayachi. 
Yeah, man. You know, these guys, they love getting knocked into volcanoes and dying. Um, and so I thought, okay, Wesker's dead. The series will now find a new path going forward. And, you know, people said Resident Evil 5 was too action-y. You know, people said Resident Evil 4 was too action-y and not enough survival horror. You know, people said Resident Evil 4 was too action-y and then Resident Evil 5 was way too action-y. And so it's like, okay, it's going to find its way back to survival horror. And no, it didn't. Instead, it dialed the action up to an insaner, stupider degree. And it's like the most action game of all time. And it's just... You know, I'm disappointed that Capcom didn't listen to anybody and just cranked this thing out and made this big mess. Because it's just, you know, there's there's nuggets of a good game in here. It's just a big fucking mess. Like, it, you got multiple storylines. You're playing as, uh, playing as Leon and you're playing as Chris. So, you know, it's the first game that lets you play as both Leon and Chris. Those guys are cool. Uh, and then you're also playing as Jake Muller. He's, uh... He's a mercenary who, when you start his story, you just drop right into it. You're on the you know front lines of some uh, you know military mercenary thing going on in some unnamed Eastern European country, and uh, meanwhile there's a you know there's all kinds of Resident Evil fucking zombie outbreak shit happening, and it's just it's action from the word go. There's nothing horror about it. The only horrifying thing are the character designs. Like it's just you know I don't know, man. It's it's too action-y. <laughs> like, it's just... It never lets up from the fucking word go. Everything's just... You know, there's buildings falling down. There's just big monsters fucking knocking shit all over the place. You know, machine guns. The fucking guys that are infected in this one... They... You know, they're zombified, so they have a few extra eyes on their face. But they still use their guns. Like... You know, if you inf in this one, if you infect the military, they're still the military, but they're also zombies. So, you know, that tells you the direction they're taking the whole horror aspect of it. It's just a shooter game. It's just, you know, I might as well be playing fucking Uncharted for as many fucking nameless uh, people I'm, as I'm blowing through in this game. It's just, I don't know, it's, uh, it just didn't go the direction that, you know, fucking they should have. And I just, I don't understand why they did it. Um, you know, I feel like it didn't have enough time in the oven, man. Like, it came out in 2012, PlayStation 4 launched the next year. You know, I feel like this should have been an early PlayStation 4 game instead of a late PlayStation 3 game, you know? Like, uh, they, I think they could have used some more processing power because some of the game, it's just, it's a little bit janky. It, you know, the cutscenes look nice, you know, the faces and, you know, the dialogue is fine. But, like, the action just feels like maybe they need a little bit more going on, uh, I don't know, like, just, like, processing-wise. It feels like an old game. It feels like, you know, they took Resident Evil 5 and reskinned it instead of making a new one. And, you know, it's uh, it's fun, but it's not... Uh, it, I don't know, it's just a, it's like a hat on a hat from Resident Evil 5. And so much so that, David, you know, I know you don't really play much Resident Evil, but I bet you could probably tell me one of the chief things that people criticized about the gameplay of Resident Evil 5. Um, I feel like this is a loaded question. I'm just saying, you know, think back to something that you know people don't care for about Resident Evil 5. Uh, see, I feel like there is an answer that is appropriate for the show and one that is not appropriate for the show. So I'm going to go with Chris Redfield 
punching boulders? Oh, okay. Well, no, see, yeah, they ratcheted that up to a million. I was going to say, it's the partner mechanics. People hated the partner shit in fucking Resident Evil 5. Like, when you're playing single player, you got an AI <sighs> partner that sucks at everything. <laughs> and they waste all your herbs. <laughs> um, and they kept that in fucking every, uh, every, like, chapter of this. It's Leon and a partner, it's Chris and a partner, it's Jake and a partner. And, you know, it's just like... You guys couldn't even listen to them and just go back to a single fucking character experience. You had to do this partner shit again. Like, it's, you know, I just, I don't understand it. It's, you know, it's not, like, I'm not angry or anything. and I'm, I'm, It's not disappointment because I knew I was going to, you know, probably feel like this game kind of was, you know, shit. But it's just confusion at their unwillingness to make a better game. <laughs> like, just make something more horrifying and slightly less action-y, and get rid of the things that people didn't like about Resident Evil 5. You don't have to get rid of all of it, just, you know, pick one thing. Like, playing with two characters at the same time and having to rely on the computer to do something right. And they couldn't even do that. It's fascinating. But, yeah, uh, I'm glad they finally righted the ship. The last two seem like they really, uh... Seems like they really got this all figured out because they've been releasing the first-person ones, you know, Village and Resident Evil 7. Apparently, you know, great. There's that big woman in Resident Evil Village that everybody loves. Mm. Uh, real big woman. Mm. Um, and then they're doing the remakes of the original ones. And so, uh, you know, now they're wrapping back around. They're, they're about to release Resident Evil 4 Remake. So maybe they're going to release Resident Evil 6 Remake eventually. Maybe it'll be really good. But... Man, yeah, like, uh, yeah, like CX is saying in the chat, you can't give any ammo to your partner character because they just fucking waste it. It's like, yeah, I can't fucking, like, no, you just, you do everything yourself and count on the partner character to not die or use up all your ammunition or fucking herbs. Like, it's, uh, it's insane that that's still a thing in this game. But, I mean, as someone who likes the action-y Resident Evils, I like parts of the game. I'm having fun playing it, but it's just, you know, it's like, oh, this is a fucking mess and they should have made this better. Like, how did they not... How'd they think this was a good idea? Like, this is their path going forward? Like, hey, you know you didn't like Resident Evil 5. What if we did Resident Evil 5 with three inter interwoven storylines? No, motherfucker, go back to the basics! <laughs> like, uh, do, do you think um, if they remake Resident Evil 6 that they're going to change the logo or keep the draft pulling a guy logo? See, or guy blowing draft logo? That's the, that's the thing. The, the remakes have been using these kind of... You know, just straightforward uniform fonts for their logo remakes. You know, red E or red, you know, red font for Resident uh, for the R and the E on Resident Evil, and then you know, it's it's cool looking, you know, nice font, but like the logos are going by the wayside, and I yeah, I worry that they might redo the logo mm. and lose part of what makes this game fucking baffling. Like if people just see Resident Evil in like a perfectly normal six. They're they're not quite gonna get from the get go that this game's all fucked up. <laughs> like, I would like if they leaned into it and actually made the logo officially into a giraffe being blown by a dude. Animated is what you're saying. Yeah. Oh god. Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine? You boot the game, you get to the title screen, and not only is it the six with a giraffe, but like it's animated. <laughs> like it is mm -hmm. a straight up hentai logo. <laughs> I love yeah, also try to wrap my head around the logo. I got to find the, I got, you know, you could save videos yeah. on of everything on the Switch. So, you know, I've got the little red 30 second clips 
when you finally get to the title screen of the game, like it does the animation where like, you know, it's pulsating and there's uh, there's weird sinewy things and then there's spiders and then there's uh, like ugly bodies and then it zooms out and all of it just forms into that six. I'm like, God, why? <laughs> it's just so silly when that happens. <laughs> this is gonna make tremendous sense for our podcast listeners, but Resident Evil Six. Gluck, gluck, gluck. Gluck, gluck. It should should be them say Resident Evil with a dick in their mouth. That should be... Oh, that was so much. Oh, God. Why am Um, I the only one that didn't do that impression? (laughs) Because you're the only one who hasn't has a dick in your mouth, Johnny. (laughs) Yeah. You're missing Give it a out. try, Johnny. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny. It's like uh, a sausage you can't eat. <laughs> God, this uh. just reminds me of a joke, but it's <laughs> we shouldn't interject it into the podcast. Nope, we shouldn't, because Resident yeah. Evil Six is uh, great, and I have nothing really else to say about it. It's uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna beat it. I don't think it's gonna take very long to beat. You know, I like the uh, the wacky action shit of it. Uh, don't care much for the characterization on old Jake Muller, a.k.a. Wesker Jr. He's, uh, oh, look, he doesn't want any part of this shit. Oh, he's, uh, he's a mercenary and he's, uh, you know, he's snarky. Huh, fuck. Great. Just, uh, love playing as a snarky mercenary. Uh, Jesse, you'll like this. Uh, I, I was playing and I accidentally discovered as, uh, as Jake, you can take people to Suplex City. Ooh, that's yeah. good. I walked up behind a zombie with a machine gun, and I fucking suplexed him, and he burst into flames. <laughs> God, so, you know, as it should be. It's also yeah. There's also the weird bloodless aspect of it, where like you kill things and they you know, they disintegrate into like flames and ash, and I'm like, that's a really weird thing to happen if you suplex somebody. That talk about a botch. <laughs> like, it's just, oh man, <laughs> fucking broke his neck and he disintegrated. <laughs> um, but yeah, you uh, fucked up. You fucked up! You fucked up! You oh, hey, look, an herb. Um. I like the idea that they're instead of zombies, they're all vampires, and you just suplex them into holy water. Oh, well, oh. that would be a whole different game that I'm not prepared to you know, God, even you think just about. dump holy water on your foot and then super kick a vampire? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my God. God, we need to come up with this crazy And that's why there are so few vampire wrestlers. <laughs> right. Yeah, man, we gotta. We could be the first guys. Gangrel's yeah. <laughs> still around. Yeah, God, cut off your hands or replace them with like wooden stakes. Yeah, because you, know, you stab what? so many people in wrestling rings. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to playing and beating this and seeing how stupid it gets. Um, but yeah, I would say if it counts to say that I'm feeling just baffled by so many decisions as opposed to disappointed or angry then that's uh, that's my pick for the theme. So. You feel like you wasted your money. <laughs> no. And see, actually, and that is a fucking key to the whole thing. You know, this game is one of the best-selling games in the series. This Ooh. game sold like hotcakes. Everybody fucking ate it up, and then they all hated it. But, you know, I knew I wasn't dropping 60 on this shit. I dropped eight. So, <laughs> no, I've gotten my $8 worth already. I played it for three hours. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. I fucking, I could have gone and seen Glass Onion... Fair I didn't enough. get the chance. I played Resident Evil Six. Eight dollars well spent. Uh, I'm I still, still gonna watch Glass Onion. That. Fuck. Uh, you only have until Tuesday, David. Oh wait, that was yesterday. So uh, now you can look forward to it on Netflix. And guys, we're moving on to the next game. 
Game three. So, this is the first game uh, based on this series to be released on a home console uh, in the United States. Thank you. 
getting a little pushback in the chat on whether or not my trivia is correct. Um, hold, please. Japan, Japan, Japan. Wow, it came out so... Uh, okay, so it's the second home console release. Uh, uh, this is the first game on the PlayStation 2. I'll go ahead and give you that as a bonus hint. Um, but yeah, there was uh, there was a PlayStation 1 game, several Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games, and then this game. I still feel confident in my answer. Yeah, I think you should. Johnny says Super Mario Maker 2. Sadly incorrect. Uh, David says John's Feeling Game. Sadly incorrect. And Jesse says Dynasty Warriors 6. Also sadly incorrect. Ah. You know, Jesse, if you had drawn that 6 as a somebody blowing a giraffe, I might have given you a bonus point. Uh, you know, if it was somebody blowing Lubu, uh, oh man, you know, then maybe we we could talk. But no, guys, this <laughs> is of course Yu-Gi-Oh! The Duelists of the Roses for the PlayStation Two. This is clearly the fan request. This is the fan request. Can this I is, guess uh, who placed it? Please, Grimmery. No, this is from Mork. Oh, <laughs> oh, I was mm, okay. Never mind. Do I want to ask why you think Grim placed this request? Does she love Yu-Gi-Oh? I was trying to pick something besides Taylor was the gag. Because oh. I'm pretty sure it's from Taylor. It's from Moore. Oh, okay. Wow. That's See, oh, wait, like I'm my... of Digimon. I'm, oh my god, I'm dumb, guys. Yeah. Point is, this is our fan request, and it's Yu-Gi-Oh! The Duelists of the Roses. Um, guys, this is truly a baffling game. Um... I uh, I was happy to see it come across the the request thing, you know, not only uh, first, but also just immediately defining how you know crazy this game is. So it's the Duelist of the Roses. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh game, as by Mork's description, that asks the question: What if the war for the English throne were fought using trading cards? Yes. This Whoa! Is wait, it wasn't. No, uh, unfortunately, from what I remember from history class, I'm, I'm not up on the War of the Roses, but no, this is not an accurate representation of the War of the Roses. Oh, See, that confuses me, because as, as I recall from someone who watched the anime, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! stems from the Egyptian pharaohs, so I yes. feel like it was definitely around at the time of the War of the Roses. So I feel like... That could have been handled by, you know, duels. I don't know. That is a joke that nobody gets because apparently I'm the only one who watched the Yu-Gi-Oh anime. I mean, I, I kind of figured I just I I was only pausing briefly to continue talking. Um, you know, yeah, I assume that that was a reference to the Yu-Gi-Oh anime. No, I've never seen a single second of it. Um. And, uh, but this, this was too good to pass up. Yu-Gi-Oh, for some reason, taking place during the War of the Roses. You play as a unnamed, you know, player character, and for some reason you're sucked back in time to feudal England, and you have to take a side in the War of the Roses. And King Henry the Seventh 
Yeah, he prefers to be called Yugi. And <laughs> go on, David, you got your hand up? I was going to say, you know, at first I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And then I realized, you know, a game central to England based around Egyptian pharaohs. Like, no, that makes perfect sense because the British monarchy is famous for stealing things from Egypt to put in England. So, you know what? Yeah, sure, that checks out. Yeah, no, honestly, that that aspect of it. Uh, maybe Yu-Gi-Oh! was an early uh, anti-colonialist sentiment kind of game. Um, maybe, uh... No, I don't really have anywhere for that to go. Um, no, it's, uh... It's utterly baffling. Yeah, you, you have to take a side. You're either on the side of the Lancasters or the side of uh, the Yorks. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yugi is uh, Henry Tudor. And uh, I guess his rival, Seto, is the head of the Yorks. And why any of this is happening is utterly in, like, just unknowable. <laughs> like... I guess the previous game for PlayStation, you're sucked back in time, and it's actually like... So I guess Yu-Gi-Oh! He's possessed by the spirit of an ancient pharaoh, and that's, you know, the central thing to the games, or, and the show. And so the, the original game being a split between modern world and uh, ancient Egypt kind of makes sense. Why they followed that up by jumping from ancient Egypt to the War of the Roses, specifically the War of the Roses, <laughs> is just perplexing. I, uh, well, where would you set it at? Well, I think a lot of history took place in between ancient Egypt and the War of the Roses. Uh, you could go to, you know, ancient China or Japan. Um, man, you could take... Uh, hmm. Can't go to America yet. So, uh, well, I mean, so yeah, you could. Right. Oh, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! and the natives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the Vikings. Yeah, like Yu-Gi-Oh! and, like... You know, Pocahontas. You know, you can't go oh, that route. Man. Yeah, God. Um, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Vikings would be pretty good. Yeah. Endorse Yu-Gi-Oh! I feel like Pocahontas is still several hundred years after the War it, of the Roses. It, it, it absolutely is. It absolutely <laughs> is. Man. Yeah, so, uh, Pocahontas the first, of course. So, um, as I recall, the Yu-Gi-Oh! based solely on the anime, which probably differs drastically from the game... Um, there were several, like, magical artifacts from ancient Egypt, um, and yeah, one of them was the Millennium Puzzle, which a young boy named Yugi inherited, which included the spirit of a pharaoh, so he could kind of swap between young boy and ancient pharaoh. Right. But there were other things. There was a Millennium Eye that, like, a guy named Pegasus inherited, which let him see people's minds and whatnot. Um, so that's the ancient Egypt connection. Yeah. Yeah, and again, again how that... what that has to do with the War of the Roses? No idea. Right. I mean, but it's it were they Egyptian roses? Fun. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, Those, that desert rose. <laughs> you know, sting was so hot at the time. <laughs> do, you, do you know what? I am going to take a brief moment to um, draw out this podcast so that I can check to see if there are even roses that are endemic to Egypt. You could oh. just let me talk and do that. I think you're gonna Why'd look you up. I think you're gonna look up the whole history of the War of the Roses, which one? It's multiple wars. It's, yeah, it's quite just, a <laughs> period of time. I mean, it's like a thirty years period. It's yeah. not. It's not the Hundred Years' War, Johnny. Let's you know. Let's not act like it's the you know the largest war in you know, feudal England or whatever. But you know, 
I'm just, uh, it's so England funny England has be been a part of significantly larger roses. Roses? <laughs> roses, which is the Egyptian term for war. jeez. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, um, apparently there were roses that grew in Europe. Also known as Egypt. <laughs> David, sorry. I'm going to stop talking for the rest yeah, of this segment. you really should. Yeah, stop researching yeah. whatever weird yeah. clips that you're on that says right, that yeah. roses are found in Europe. English, English roses. You know, God, no one, uh, no one what sites you're searching on. Yeah, oh, man. So we all know um, the only good roses are from, like, you know, the Netherlands. <laughs> There's no good roses in England. Jesus Christ, John, you're thinking of tulips. <laughs> I know. I, even know. I know that. God I'm choking damn. on my own rage here, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. So you know, you're playing as a guy, and you got to help the the Lancasters of the Orcs collect uh, special cards, <laughs> of course, rose cards. Uh, you know, the uh, the Yorkists have the white rose cards, and the Lancasters have the the red rose cards. And if anybody gets all sixteen cards, they can. Do a rose summoning, um, and it gives them an ultimate power. Uh, Do they get to go to the Rose Bowl? See, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that's where the final duel should take place. If only it were built at this time. Um, oh, but man. also, you as the character, you need all the cards to uh, get enough power to go back to your time period and uh, end this insane-ass game. So, <laughs> I would love to see a Yu-Gi-Oh game that takes place at the Rose Bowl. And it's narrated by Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon, and they're talking about everything but the Rolls Bowl. <laughs> God, yeah. I, I don't know which of these things I have more of a distaste for. David fumbling over his Egyptian rose research, or you doing obscure SNL references right now, oh, Johnny. it wasn't yeah. SNL. This was like, uh, like, it was just like two years ago, uh, Amazon put out a thing where they had Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon narrate the Rose Bowl in character, and a lot of people there had no idea that this was like a gag and were very upset about it. It was very funny. The people leaving all the negative views about how they didn't show any footage of the floats in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> it sounds hilarious. <laughs> it is, dude. Yeah. <laughs> There's enough hilarious things going on here just talking about how anime characters fit into the War of the Roses. But, you know, Jesse, do you have some obscure tangent you'd like to take us on? Not yet. It's okay. I'm shutting it down. Mork, thank you for the request. I have nothing to say about this game. <laughs> uh, I can't imagine I would enjoy it, because it's a card battle game on the PlayStation 2, and it feels like anime trying to give me a weird-ass history lesson. I'm not into it. Um, but, you know, great request. Just an utterly baffling game. And uh, I appreciate something that unexpected for our unexpected show. Johnny, do you have some other... Uh, you know, SNL thing that you want to talk about now? I got a fever. Game. Go four. on. <laughs> you didn't even finish the. Is that it? It's just the sound of a fire. Rainstick.mp3. <laughs> 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 
this game that white noise? date around this game is very um, controversial, but uh, <laughs> most people seem to believe that it came out 4.5 billion years ago. All right, gentlemen, let me see some guesses. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, ooh. John says the game of life, um, we'll let the judges, uh, handle that. Um, David, what? The, the Hadian time period, that's way too specific, that's wrong. And Johnny with the correct answer, Earth. <laughs> I just want to say that 4.5 billion years ago is officially referred to as the Hadean time period for the planet Earth. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, they didn't like that. that. I think that was what it was called in beta. And then when they fully released it, they just called it Earth. Um, so, yeah, this is Earth. Um, so, upon turning 40 this week, I realized I've wasted all my life playing video games and doing, you know, video game stuff. And I figured I should, you know, do as the kids say and touch grass. And um, I, you know, felt, you know, feel the earth. So I went outside and I, you know, listened to stuff and, and smelled the air and was like, man, it was either this or a fucking plumber, like jumping on lizards. Yeah, that's real fucking fun. I can go outside and like eat like a fruit off of a tree. That's pretty fucking cool. The and have you seen the water graphics? <laughs> There's some of the best water graphics I've ever fucking seen. It's incredible. Like and 
like there's no like aliasing or whatever the you know how it makes like the lines look kind of like fuzzy there's none of that it's fucking brilliant it's almost like have you ever tried one of those vr headsets those are pretty cool it's almost like that almost as good as that no aliasing said by the guy who does not need glasses yeah <laughs> so jesse like I'm not in charge of the show. Like, technically, I'm Absurd King, but, you know, John hosts the show and whatnot. But still, I I question your choice of game, mainly because you're saying that you turned 40, and I can't believe that you're a day over 26. Yeah, that's... How long is the tutorial level of this game? That's what I'm curious about. Um, I think 40 years. <laughs> so... I'm I'm starting to get into super hard mode cuz like um you know like my knees don't work as great as they used to and I have to like take certain pills or I die and that's you know not cool um so I'm definitely in the you know from software part of the game um how are your bowel do- movements regular <laughs> Yeah that part's fairly regular Okay good um how often do they issue new patches and updates for the game? And are you satisfied with the latest updates? Um, <laughs> it's usually like every day there's a new like uh, update, and it's always they've nerfed something. <laughs> like everything's getting nerfed, uh, you know. Like all like gas prices, they they used to be way better. Like I remember in the <laughs> tutorial levels, like um, one of my. Uh, like guides that was telling me how to play the game they're like go inside and give them five dollars and tell them five dollars on pump one and so i'd go in and then i'd complete that quest and come back and that'd be five gallons of gasoline back then in the tutorial that was pretty crazy does the game have any kind of issues with like loot boxes and um sometimes like uh like there's this one area it's called las vegas um mm. and they have a bunch of places in there <laughs> oh my god Jay. taylor yeah women just got nerfed real fucking bad <laughs> oh i don't know if you saw that um so yeah the, the patches and updates are horseshit it sucks is, um, is do you have any issues with um <laughs> players who are clearly paying to win oh <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely pay to win. <laughs> like, there are so many microtransactions in this game. Like, it is fucking horrible. Um, I, I, I apologize significantly for the amount of laughter from my track you're going to have to cut out. But this is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so- but... But so um, I guess the class I am is like I'm, I'm a pet class because I can control five cats, and that's pretty cool. Okay. Um, I mean they don't really help me get anything done or anything, but they're fun to look at and hold, and and sometimes they make funny sounds. So that's pretty cool. What was um, the unexpected feeling you experienced from playing this game, as per the theme? <laughs> so many fucking unexpected feelings, like. Like every day is an unexpected feeling. If you, if I want to be honest, okay. a lot of regret. There's a lot of regret. Um, 
A lot of guilt. There's so much unexpected guilt. That is a big thing. Like, everything makes me feel guilty, and that's unexpected. Because stuff that I shouldn't feel guilty about, I feel guilty about. It's ridiculous. Now, you said you said this game came out 4.5 billion years ago. Have there been any, like, good, uh, like, expansion packs released for this game? Um... Well, okay, so when it first came out, they had a bunch of, like, weird animals and stuff. Mm. And then they're like, look, this isn't working. We're gonna... Uh, you know what they did in Final Fantasy XIV uh, Reborn? Mm -hmm. Where they just, like, had, like, a big meteor crash into the planet, and then they just changed the game, like, after a couple years? Yeah. So they kind of did that, and they got rid of... Uh, Oh, like a like clean, like, like a clean slate wipe yeah. kind of situation. And then they added a whole bunch of new animals and stuff, and new uh, monster designs. Well, that's cool. That's it, really neat. Um, uh, one of my favorite expansions was um, electricity. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Have you experienced any like game breaking bugs while playing this game? Oh, fuck it all the time. <laughs> There's some like like oh, rent. That's a game-breaking bug. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, well, well, <laughs> rent. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, like, have you figured out how to unlock fast travel in this game yet? Or, like, how, how does moving around no. the game work? Well, okay, so you can either walk, like normal, <laughs> or you can purchase a mount, and um, which I have a, uh, it's, it's a Volkswagen, and, um... <laughs> I think you can get different colors. I got this like kind of like chocolatey brown color, and you don't see it very often. So it might be like an ultra rare color. It's pretty cool. Um, let's how let's see. how did uh, IGN rate this game? Probably like a three. <laughs> All right, I think that's the end of my questions. I can't think of anything else. I appreciated that, John. That was fun. <laughs> I had no idea where this was going to go, and you took it to a magical place. <laughs> <laughs> Would... Oh, I, I have one final question. Would yes. you recommend this game? Not really, but you're kind of like... You're like forced to play it, kind of. Um, and, oh, do and they, also... Do they, bundle also the, do they bundle the game with the console? No, no. It's also... It is not on Game Pass... <laughs> And it is, I definitely think it is not perfect for Switch. Maybe Steam Deck, I don't know. The PC Master Race is weird. So it might be good on Steam Deck, because you could add some cool mods, I bet. The modding community is very good, so. Ooh, what, have you seen, like, what, what tell me more about the mods. Like, what kind of mods can you get in this um, game? Well, there's a lot of, like, body modifications you can get. Okay. Like, I'm, I don't want any of that to, like, mess up any of my, uh, my um progress so far so i haven't got any mods myself but like some people can get like different like art on their skins and like um oh the like, game is like custom different... skins yeah it does it's Ooh. uh very expensive and painful um so <laughs> all right I, I got nothing else <laughs> all right so david is dead john do you have any questions for jesse about this game Jesse, this game sounds pretty cool. <sighs> it's okay. Yeah, I, it's 6 out of 10. 
That's a hell of a development cycle. 4.5 billion years. Yeah. Woo. And they're still working on it. I mean, they're doing, they've done some really weird things lately, but they're still working on it. I think they have a new dev team, so. <laughs> um, but before we move on, I, uh, I do have one thing to say to Jesse. Yeah. Yeah, you could have just said happy birthday, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel bad because Jesse said uh, he was anticipating getting game over before the show, but now you know, getting all reflective about you know our existence and whatnot and his birthday, I feel bad game overing him. It feels like I'm sentencing him to death. Well, um, good news, John. I don't. This is why it pays to have your show run by a nihilist, people. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jesse, um, man, quite a quite a game you've been playing these 40 years. The, the music kind of sucked ass, though. Well, I thought some of the music would give it away too easy. So like I if you just used actual for... music from any moment in your life? <laughs> I Instead of environmental like, sounds, yeah, like a like a nice soundscape. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've only been able to record music for a few couple hundred years now. So, I love uh, the idea of you like being afraid to play music that gives it away, like terracotta and fugue, like just very famous music. Right. Right. Oh man, <laughs> Jesse. Uh. Is this all because we yeah. forgot to wish you a happy birthday? I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> no, you did wish me a happy birthday. Um, Jesse, thank you. That segment was a 10 out of 10. 11 out of, dare I say, 13 out of 10 segment for Game That Tune. Well, That's why David's well, not in charge of anything regarding the show. Uh, His uh, tastes are... Well. Mad sus. Excuse the fuck out of me. I'm king of the show. No, just what sucks now is like fucking. We just had Sinatra perform, and now we're setting up the accordion player. Here's my game. Game five. <laughs>
Hey guys, so my trivia for this game is um, uh, they just announced today there's going to be some new updates coming out the course of uh, next year, including some new challenge modes, a photo mode, a photo mode, and new playable characters. It's got some answers. Okay, so Jesse says Mad Magazine 64, which is correct, as is John and David's answer Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> the mad version would be Sonic Blah Tears. Hard <laughs> disagree. Sorry, Johnny, was that a hat trick? Oh, sorry, yes. Please, this please is... explain to me how this is a hat trick. Because he said Jesse's answer was correct. Johnny, yeah. was this also was this Resident Evil 6? This is also Resident Evil 6. <laughs> Hit the sound. <laughs> Resident Evil 6. Sonic for Tears. Yeah. <laughs> Does Sonic blow a giraffe in this game? Uh, you know, I haven't 100% it yet, so he still could. 
Uh, God, yeah. <laughs> does Sonic have a giraffe friend? If you okay, if you like were designing a does. If you were designing a Sonic giraffe character, what would you name it? Blowy. You <laughs> <laughs> beat Blowy. me by one second. Uh, awesome. Glucky. So oh, I want this game. <laughs> so I. Like, I was not expecting to feel all the things that I felt during this game. Like, I feel like when I play games nowadays, I'm kind of dead inside. Like, a lot of times when I play games, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> I'm playing a game. It's passing some time. This is fine. And this is something to bring me enjoyment. And half of me is dead. I, yeah, no. And, like, this game was like, oh, Who's wow. Half? <laughs> <laughs> like, the second I start this game, you know, I go through the first, like, intro level. I get the open world. And I'm immediately taken back to playing games like Oblivion and Skyrim. Like, oh wow, there's I can do things. Like, there's a skill tree. Oh shit! It's like, that. <laughs> like, oh shit! There's a skill tree. Oh shit! I can level up my speed and my ring capacity <clears throat> and my, you know, attack and defense. Oh my god! <laughs> Hello. However, there's simply not the level of side quests that you have in, say, Skyrim or Oblivion. The, the side quests are pretty minimal in this game, but that's fine. Uh, I love this game. This I am in love with this game. This game is the best game I've played in quite some time. It's and the only game I, you played in quite some time. Yes. <laughs> are you talking about in terms of Sonic the Hedgehog or just, like, period? Period. Like, this game's amazing. Uh, oh, God. God. Like is it's, it the best Sonic game you've ever played? Um, it's it's up there. I'll say that it's definitely the best 3D Sonic game I've ever played. Uh, I think this is up there with Sonic Adventures One and Two. Like this is the the the, so, the sequel they never got. It so, looks real neat. So the we thing is, Johnny, those got sequels. <laughs> so we know it will never beat Sonic in three, but will it beat Sonic CD? Well, okay, well, okay, so Sonic CD sucks ass one, right? Yeah, Johnny doesn't even like Sonic CD. No. Sonic CD I, has a great soundtrack, was, and that's about yeah, it. I was going to say, I won't hear one word against Boss with three exclamation points or Stardust Speedway, but that game sucks ass. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I was I was giving him an easy answer. But no, so... He doesn't need it. He just said it's the best game he's ever played. Yeah. <laughs> so it, this game's awesome. And it, it was funny because, Dave, when you were talking about the Pokemon game earlier, I was picking up a lot of parallels. Because um, you're talking about like Titan Pokemon, you fight enemies called Titans in this game. Like the big bosses of each level is called a Titan, and you're yeah, talking but about it's a... totally not the same thing. You're talking about these a... are Pokemon as opposed to or fucking Badniks or whatever. Bro, yeah. And you're talking about like what? oh, there's a there's a you know protagonist who is. Uh, like gathering things, and in this game, like in, in your game, he's gathering herbs. In my game, they're chaos emeralds. <laughs> like they're basically the same kind of story going on here. Um, so it's like it's like the Yu-Gi-Oh game where they're trying to gather the the cards. Yeah, yeah cards, like, herbs, chaos emeralds. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's exactly the same thing. I mean, Sonic is basically the English monarchs, and so, you know, Eggman is. Whoever is opposing the English monarchs in the War of the Roses. It's Much been a like, long time since I studied middle school history. Yes, the point Sonic is, is Henry VIII. Yeah. The point is, um, 
Sonic is an Egyptian pharaoh, and this is nothing like Pokemon. Right. Yeah. So I'm Sonic the Eighth. I am Sonic the Eighth. I am. I am. <laughs> Never married to a so, tails or a knuckles. This, Sonic, much like Henry VIII, was rolling around at the speed of sound. This game gets meta in the best ways, guys. Oh my god. There's... Don't spoil it. I want to play this game, but I have not yet. All right. All right. David All right. can leave. Spoil it. I want to hear it. Okay, so in the second level, when you're uh, yeah. you're with Knuckles, okay, spoiler alert, <laughs> if you haven't made it to the second uh, island yet, okay? You're with Knuckles, and you're doing the thing, and, and you're exploring. Knuckles sees some ruins. He's like, wait, I recognize these. And it shows a screenshot from Sonic the Hedgehog fucking 3, like, in its pixely glory. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, awesome. I'm like, oh, my God. I feel uh, like y'all are fucking with me. No, no, no bring him in, David. Bring him in. Uh, come on back. Bring him in. Come back. There you go. No, those were no. authentic reactions. No, that was a real spoiler, and those are real reactions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and the, the boss fights. Him. I love the boss fights in this game. They get so fucking, like, anime, big boss fight. Like, that heavy metal soundtrack we... That, that, or, sorry, heavy metal song we heard was the first boss fight music. Um, th- I'm not going to spoil anything past the first boss fight, David. If, if I spoil anything, it's World 1, right? Um... David doesn't want to know anything about Green Hills, Jenny. (laughs) Don't tell him. (laughs) Wait, Green Hill Zone is in a Sonic game? Right. Spoilers. It's it's in this. So they do a whole thing where you have these, what they call the Cyrus Space levels, uh, that are based on, like, previous Sonic levels, basically. And the one thing that. This is my one one of two gripes with the game right now is Uh that um, the Cyrus Space levels are only using a few Sonic games for inspiration. Um, I wish they brought in more levels for more games, right? Um, I'm not going to say how many. Movies. What's that? Maybe the movies? Yeah, bring in some, yeah, bring in stuff from the movies, you know? maybe yeah. Or just more levels from the, the games, you know, that'd be fine too. Um, but they they do the big hitters, like, I you know, everyone's going to recognize the kind of thing, right? I think that's kind of the idea. Um... I feel like there should have been more levels where Sonic was making out with a human woman. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sonic kisses zero ladies in this game. Yeah. God, so far. no. Absolutely. Well, there how many be, men does he kiss? There should also be zero. No levels based on Sonic 06. <laughs> Shouldn't they, though? <laughs> no. God, no. That time they owned up to it, man. They could yeah, there should it. absolutely <laughs> be a level in Sonic Frontiers. Based on Sonic 06, where Sonic just <laughs> floats through the walls. Yes. False wall zone. <laughs> it's <a> fantastic zone. <laughs> oh, but yeah, the, the story is good, and it builds upon things from Sonic, you know, 3, Sonic Adventure 2, like all, like all of it. It's quite great. Um, and... So my, my other main gripe with this game, though, is you can collect these little critters and use them to upgrade your speed and ring stats. And then also in the game, you can collect little, um, like, attack and power-ups, like, icons. And there's a couple guys you go to to trade in your attack and power-ups for, like, upping your attack and, and defense. And then there's a guy you can go to where you train little dudes for increased ring capacity increased speed. And that one, the increased ring capacity, increased speed, you have to choose on every single upgrade if you want to be speed or rings. And it, like, by the time I get to this dude, I've got, like, fucking 20 upgrades. 
And I have to go mm. through every single one. Yes, I want speed. Yes, I want speed. Oh, yeah, no, I only want speed. I'm at like level 50 <laughs> speed and like level 1 ring capacity. Like, I don't give a shit about the ring capacity. I want all speed, baby. That's right. how I play Sonic. Yeah, as long as the ring capacity doesn't go to zero, as yeah. long as you can hold a ring, yeah. then you're in business, baby. Yeah. And, but, you know, and and I, I was like, well, you know, I saw some reviewers saying, like, well, we'll probably fix that. I'm like, nah, man, they're not going to fix that. Like, this game's out. They're done. And then today they announced, oh, we got, like, three big updates come. I'm like, oh, shit, maybe they'll fix that. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. Because they're adding, like, See, new modes and new playable characters. So, like, once you're at that point, you know, hopefully they'll... Find that lack of faith in Sega disturbing, Johnny. They, yeah. can, they can fix things. Yeah. <laughs> See, I like how you say, like, oh, no, the game's been released. It's done. Like, you've clearly not played a game since 2003. I was going to say, Sega was patching games back on the Sega Genesis when they released Sonic and Knuckles, so Johnny should know about this. You're you're right, you're right, you son of a bitch, you're right. (laughs) God damn it. (sighs) But, um, man, yeah. uh, I can see how that that could be tedious. I uh, I feel like Breath of the Wild... Comparing it to this is fair in that case, because handing over all your Korok seeds to get your upgrades to the dancing, uh, like, Korok guy, I feel like was equally tedious. He had to do his little dance every time, and then it's like, all right, choose your upgrade. I'm like, can we hurry this along? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please. There's a calamity encircling the palace. I have to go. No, you should tell me if you want a bigger, you know, arrow bag. <sighs> Fine. You know, I I hear what you're saying, John, but also that was an adorable dance. It was a great dance. Uh, when you get Sonic upgrades in this, does the character giving you the upgrade dance, Johnny? Uh, no, he just says like, "Here you go, you're done." Oh, okay. God, mm. I wish that this game like incorporated elements from the Sonic movies, and every time you upgraded Sonic, he did the floss. Oh yeah. Because, you know, we all love those Sonic movies. And I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. They're the best. But you know, the, the best part of this Every game, time guys, you upgrade Sonic, he ruins a wedding, and there's an extended comedy bit where Sonic's not involved. <laughs> One complaint I've heard about this game is people complaining about uh, that there's, like, giant rails in the sky throughout this game, which is true. And as you unlock parts of the map, more rails do appear. I'm sorry, wait, are they saying giant sky rails that you can, like, grind on are a problem? People say this, yes, but I say grinding fucking rules. <laughs> like, it is so what? satisfying yeah, to it's... grind on things. Where are we as a people that we're complaining <clears throat> about giant grinding sky rails? <laughs> what Have the you not fuck? played Tony Hawk? Like, you can grind yeah. on whatever you want, baby. Dude, <laughs> like, put, you, know, you know, take your fucking, like, Big Boy Game Reviewer fucking hat off and go back in time to 2002. <laughs> you would fucking eat this up. <laughs> you know, what? I remember I was watching a couple reviews for Sonic Frontiers and people mentioned, like, yeah, it's weird that these grind rails just appear out of nowhere it's like have you played a mario game like solid brick is just floating in the sky also nobody seems to make care there is an in-game explanation as well for why they're there well then there's literally no problem (laughs) yeah like yeah please please don't tell me because i do want to play this game and david doesn't want the the existence of the rails (laughs) oh okay so david you already know they're there. Basically, do you show up to the like? This is not. This is no David. Ah! No, let him. Let him go. All it's right, okay. This is. This is a. You start the game spoiler. This is a. You finish the tutorial spoiler. Okay. You you you. All right. 
So basically there's an ancient civilization that used to live there and they built these rails to help them get around. That's why there's rails all over the place. That's it. That's it's no it's pretty easy. All right. Yeah. Wow. Nothing spoken unheard of. Uh, so one thing I love about this game is the cyberspace levels have uh, multiple objectives to hit to try to, you know, beat them the best. And right. the objectives are like like one objective is just beat it. Another is uh, five to five, you know, red rings. There's beat it with so many rings. And there's beat it with an S rank time. And on a lot of them, I do all of that without even really trying <laughs> like on a lot of them i just i'm like okay cool like i was kind of playing i'm like okay there's a ring boom get it get it get it get it oh i get rings and like next time i'm like oh you hit all four i'm like oh dope except fucking level one dash two the second stage of the first island uh which was one of the songs you heard that uh fading to the light song um has oh, that one that fucking s rank time is like 55 seconds the first time i played it I beat in like a minute to 30. I was like, oh shit. Like, I got knocked 35 seconds off of this. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> and then I try really hard. I got like 104. I'm like, oh my fucking god. Like, what is this? Like, you're missing a you're missing a secret somewhere, man. There's got to be like a gap that you can jump. You yeah. Know? I, was play I was experiencing that playing uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. They have all those little challenge maps. And it's like, yeah, the, you know, the star clear time for this is like 40 seconds. I'm like, how the fuck? <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, yeah, I should be jumping over the gap, says the car, instead of, you know, going around the whole track. Like, ah, yeah, cool. But So, you know, just uh, envision the puzzle differently, Johnny. Figure it out. Oh, I know you can. You're a Sonic expert. So, so basically, you should be playing that level not as Sonic, but as a car. Play it yes. as Johnny. Yes. Think so, harder. Johnny the car. I yeah, forgot, Johnny the Hedgehog. I forgot to mention, so you know how I said there's like a skill tree and all that? Um, this is one of the few games that does not have a do everything button. You actually have multiple buttons that do different things. And you can actually do like get new skills and do combos in battle and things like that. Um, huh. In previous Sonic games, you jump and then like the homing icon appears and like you hit jump again to do the homing attack. Um, I hate that. This game's different. You got a separate homing attack button good yeah it's about fucking time yeah so you can like really chain things together in the way you want to do them um and like as you're playing the cyberspace levels like just the flow of them just feels great like you're just constantly if you're good you're just like constantly moving if you're bad you know you won't be but if you're good you're just constantly moving through the stage and like you, you hit a spring you bounce up you're like oh shit there's a thing and you just like get over there and uh it's just it feels so I good I imagine it feels great when you finally get that flow, yeah. especially with like just the big open worlds. I imagine you just kind of by the end of this game, Johnny, you're just going to be some kind of fucking next level transcendent Sonic gamer, oh. and nothing's ever going to work for you again. Like you're never yeah. going to be able to recapture this feeling. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, yeah, the feeling I can get from this game is a new one that I'll never get again. Mm -hmm. You have, um, and like it's nice because you can play the game how you want to. So like. You, you don't have to play a lot of the cyberspace levels. You can instead... Well, basically, if you get all four objectives, you get a lot of things that you move progress pretty quick. Um, so you can you can either just like kick ass at the first couple of cyberspace levels and move on, or you can unlock multiple cyberspace levels. To unlock multiple, multiple cyberspace levels, you have to defeat mini-bosses. Uh, and you can get to mini-boss and be like, fuck that, nope, I'm not, I'm not doing that, dude. <laughs> and just like get out of there and find different mini-bosses you want to do. Um, I've been there you, before. Yeah. What are you playing this on? The Switch. And I will say the Switch oh. version is probably the worst. Uh, there is a <laughs> lot of fucking pop-in, and a lot of the textures are shit. 
like you'll be in the middle of a cutscene and things pop in in the middle of a cutscene. Mm. Like the characters are standing in a field of grass and then suddenly things pop in. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> but you're saying that the game is so good you can have fun with it and uh, kind of overlook those Ex- things? Yeah, exactly. I can just look past all that shit. Johnny, I got a great game that I think you might enjoy. Yeah? Called Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. <laughs> yeah, dude. After hearing Dave's description, I'm like, shit, man, yeah. there, there's, there really are a lot of parallels here. Like, oh. Full circle, you should probably play that game. <laughs> you know, there are times where I'm walking through Pokemon Violet and I'm looking at like animations of characters in distances like wow that is a solid five frames per second but i don't even care because the game is so much fun exactly that's how johnny clearly feels about this man yeah it's a new frontier for him i never thought i would feel good about sonic game ever again and this game made me feel good about sonic (laughs) hold on johnny in the in the time that this show has existed we kind of had this same feeling when sonic mania came out yeah you know so i would maybe you're just getting more optimistic with sonic games (laughs) i never thought i would feel as good about a 3d sonic game ever again right did you ever play sonic forces (laughs) no because it looked like trash and i'm pretty sure it actually is trash (laughs) forces is trash colors is okay well, yeah, but Colors came on, on Wii like 10 years not ago. On, not on Switch, but... Right. Yeah, I've heard bad things about Forces and uh It's Ultimate fine. I, I've, I have Colors on Switch. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But I'm glad to, glad to see that Johnny gets a, a new 3D Sonic game that really just, yeah, I don't know, takes him back in time. <laughs> that uh, makes him feel... Uh, you know, makes him feel a little bit of that sunshine that maybe he used to feel playing these Sonic games. <laughs> Can you feel it? I yeah, I can, can feel the sunshine. Can you feel sunshine? I, God, fuck you for making me sing a Sonic R track. Hang that, just hang that lampshade on the bit even harder, David. Thank you. Yeah, so far zero Sonic R references in this game, but with new updates Damn. coming out, maybe they'll bring stuff in. Maybe they'll bring a Neon Tails doll. Maybe I will. hope not. <laughs> It'd be great if you could just encounter like you just you know exploring the world and you find all the tracks from Sonic R just like sitting there and you just get to run on them. Oh, oh great God! Just high Sonic R level. Sonic fan, and I have such a visceral hatred for Sonic R. Yeah, yeah, as he should. I guess. I like the music. Anyway, Johnny. Yeah, you know, we could do hours and hours on this. Clearly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's all for the bonus show. <laughs> so, uh, we we gotta get people to bed. So right. you gotta you gotta bring this thing home, man. Is there any last thoughts on Sonic Frontier? It rules. It, it you know it averaged seven out of ten, which for most you know most game series that sucks. But for Sonic fans, like let's fucking go, like awesome. It's a it's an adequate Sonic game. And yeah. it, that's it's ac- like it is adequate. It's got some janky camera controls, you know. Sometimes it glitches a little bit, but like, it's that's fine. I don't give a shit about that. The actual game is I'm great. I'm so past the point of giving a shit about what a review says, unless it's literally warning me not to play the game because it's unplayably broken. Yeah, you know, fuck a review. Like Sonic games, yeah, no, they don't adhere to a traditional scoring system. We've known that for two decades at least. Yeah. So, you know, so it goes. If you're having fun. That's what fucking matters. Yep. Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps. Oh, sorry, I was uh, checking up on the chat. What was that? Beeps. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... 
Regan. No kidding. <laughs> he brought the best game. He scored the most points. Johnny, this truly, in line with the theme, an unexpected feeling. Uh, what an unexpected feeling you must be feeling by just flat out winning the episode. <laughs> yeah, like like legitimately for once. Oh yeah, my god. Scoring the most points and also bringing the best game of the night. I mean, Johnny, wow, man, fantastic. Just love, good for you. I love the idea of like the theme is unexpected feelings and John, you must be feeling happy for winning. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not even saying happy, just you know, unexpected. <laughs> Uh, congratulations, Johnny. You've won the episode. You are the unexpected champion, and that means you've got to think on your feet, and you got to give us a fantastic theme for next week's episode. So, you know. Yeah, exactly. Here it comes. All right, so next week's Keeping episode... Keeping in mind, next week's episode is episode 316. Okay. Next next week's episode is Bible Games. <laughs> <laughs> so we already... <laughs> Uh, I think we already did that one recently. <laughs> uh, wrestling games, though. Let's see. Yeah, um, see. yeah, that's where I was guiding you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Games with stones, games that are cold. I don't and games, games, games set games with in Austin, Austin, Texas, <laughs> and games with yeah. Steve. I'm going yeah. to. I, I'm, I'm going to do. I, that, I, I'm thinking of wrestling <laughs> games, but I'm going to expand a bit and just say fighting in general. So it could be wrestling. It could be MMA. It could be fighting. Any kind of game where you're fighting each other is, you know, that that's the thing. Any fighting s game, which includes yes. wrestling and so on. Yeah. Now, Good. are we talking one-on-one fighting, or are we talking about like one person fighting multiple people? Yeah, yeah either including those beat 'em ups. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Lots. As long as there's some element of fighting, and not just like Good. stomping or jumping, like you actually punch and kick. It's got to be a real fight kind of game. Yes. Good. Very good, Johnny. See so yeah, next week's game. Next week's game, games where you fight people. Yeah. <laughs> or things. Ish. I don't want to yeah. exclude, like, kangaroos and shit, you know. Right, yeah. You know, uh, games in which there is... Uh, games in elements. which you beat the shit out of kangaroos. Yeah, elements of combat. Um, but it can't be, like, yeah. games where you fight alcoholism. You have to fight a physical oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Games in which you engage in uh, fisticuffs. I'm I'm glad that you specified that because clearly we don't fight alcoholism on this show. <laughs> a lively fisting. God, I can't wait for you guys to hear the recording of me getting like punched in like bars and stuff. Yeah, God, you know Jesse's bringing back Earth the game next week. <laughs> Jesse getting all those bar fights in Jacksonville. Oh, those were the days. Uh, those Wesley Willis shows. Over oh my God. Oh, Jesse. Welcome to London. <laughs> Rock on, Chicago. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Ah, uh, God, we never should have fucked with Wesley Willis. Johnny, great theme. Uh, and guys, great episode. What a show. And, uh, man, thank you everybody so much for listening. Thanks to everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. We love you guys watching live with us. Uh, thank you to everybody listening in podcast form. Our podcasts are available anywhere you get your podcast. GameThatTune.com. Uh, we just did our Spotify rap for the year, and man, we got listeners in 12 different countries. So, you know, that's uh, not very many. We want to pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. That's, uh, yeah. you know, 12 countries. Let's get countries. all 50 countries. Simply not enough. We're going to need all the countries listening in Game That Tune. So if you know a foreigner, tell them about Game That Tune <laughs> and tell them to check it out. 
Hey, if they don't Australia, understand you, just say it louder. Why the fuck aren't you listening? Yeah. Uh, I think Australia probably is listening. They speak yeah, I think so. They speak in English. Um, thank you to our uh, requester tonight. Uh, our uh, requester was Mork. Mork is a uh, fantastic uh, Patreon absurd fan, and they made a fantastic request uh, via our Discord. That's the best place to make it, or you can make them a game that tune club. Um, and thank you uh, to everybody checking out Patreon, which I, you know, I mentioned it out of order, but yeah, patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's the home for our awesome exclusives. We've got uh, mixtapes. We've got Game That Tune gems. We've been publishing a shitload of Game That Tune gems recently. We are catching up on Game That Tune gems. We're getting our movie nights going again. Go to Discord to vote in our movie night polls. Um... We're going to be watching some movies together, and uh, patreon.com slash GameThatTune gets you VIP access to movie nights where be- you get to watch along to crazy-ass movies with us. I believe David. this episode is going to come out on the day that we're doing a new movie night, so hopefully yes. y'all can tune in and enjoy the movie that you selected by visiting us at Discord at GTT. Yes, if you're listening on Tuesday morning and you want to watch a movie with us Tuesday night, hit up Patreon or join us in Discord, whatever uh, floats your boat. And of course, Patreon supports us uh, by keeping the lights on at our 24-7 video game music live stream. That's radio.gamethattune.com, gtt.rocks. If you see that name, you know it's the home for video game music on the internet. And uh, we love you guys checking this out. A uh, special shout-out to our absurd fans on Patreon. Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, and Unsaddled Zebra. Just a great gang that we got there at Patreon. Just a great group of supporters. We love all you guys so much. Thank you all so much for listening. And Johnny, it's time for you to take us home with bonus tunes. Well, I decided to pick the one of the best songs from one of the worst Sonic games. My bonus Uh-oh. tune from tonight is uh, Stardust Speedway present from the Japanese soundtrack. Oh, that's the best one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good. Thank God. Uh, yeah, we love you guys. Peace out, everybody.
<sighs> Johnny, I dare you fade that early, man. I was just starting to get funky. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is copyright 2022 Game Freak Incorporated, Nintendo of America Incorporated, and the Pokemon Company Limited. Resident Evil 6 is copyright 2012 Capcom Company Limited. Yu-Gi-Oh! The Duelists of the Roses is copyright 2003 Konami. Sonic Frontiers is copyright 2022 Sega Games Company Limited. All right, we're out. Jeez Louise. Woo. Oh, no copyrights on Earth. <laughs> Earth is copyright. Earth all is of copyright. Us. God. Negative four point five billion oh, BC. Oh, man. <laughs> God. Four point five billion, give or take two thousand years BC. <laughs> uh, what a mess. Oh, that was hilarious. That's hilarious, Jesse. I love getting to ask y'all those stupid questions. Yeah, that was, that was incredible. I did not expect that. That was good. Forgive me for playing the part and being <laughs> outraged by the entire thing. But... No, I, I was hoping. <laughs> it was the only answer for me. I was just like, nope, nope. Yeah, mm, mm, mm. The screen caps of fans yeah. doing that bit no, was so are, good. Yeah, they <laughs> expected <laughs> of me. I, I must be infuriated. Oh, Jesus. man.